Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I will be playing the Delta Green RPG. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Music from a Darkened Room. It was written by Dennis Detweiler, and it's available from DriveThruRPG and Art Dream Publishing. I'm the Game Master, and this is Episode 7. Our recap will be given by Mark Anthony as his character, Agent Jockey. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Mark? Thank you, Tom. Opera Correspondence, Operation Iago. Field update into the Spooner residence. Origin, Agent Jockey. We are making good progress into identifying the source and circumstances of the paranormal activity within the Spooner residence. I have been fortunate enough not to fall uh, victim to any poltergeist-like assault or puppetry, similar to what Hermes experienced. Yet what I've experienced conjures goose, goose flesh alike. We regrouped at the house, and it was not long before the unexplained started to occur, beginning with a child's toy phone ringing and an ominous voice asking the whereabouts of previous tenants who met their demise. I'm looking for Amanda Braintree. How about Miss Wheeler? I know she's there. We then found a completely eviscerated cat after hearing mules coming from the main hall, and we know that Adele de Vitello was involved in such heinous acts. Not long after, we witnessed an invisible axe putting dents into the wood in the den, den. Although we stand witness to many unexplained events in the house, we reached an impasse with what to do next. We all agreed to contact Miss Tucker concerning antiques sold from the house. We found out that there was a grand piano in the house that was purchased by Alila Cordry in the 70s, and we thought we'll try, we thought well to try and contact Miss Cordry promptly due to the fact that we all heard piano music from a darkened room not long ago. We planned to meet in person with Miss Cordray and discuss more about the piano. Myself, Lake and East ventured to the Italian American Heritage Center to see if we could shed any more light upon, upon the dark secrets of the abode. But unfortunately, we did not find much useful information. Fox and Hermes, on the other hand, proceed to go to the house alone, equipped with what means to perform a sort of seance and an attempt to open a medium of communication with what lies in the house. Credit is due to both agents for taking on such a task as a pair. After the experiences that have scarred us beyond those hideous thresholds, no sane person would dare ch chance their luck once more. No sane person indeed. Excellent. So as I recall where we left off, Agent Hermes, was in the living room or yes, the, sir. The, the, the the den the den um with uh agent suddenly can't remember his name agent fox um and an apparition of who appears to be mrs wheeler has floated through the room um and is moving towards the bedroom the master bedroom. Um, as you stand there um, observing this, before you can act, Agent Fox suddenly doubles over in pain uh, and become and begins um, gagging. Oh dear! As if uh, he has, uh, as if he's almost choking on his uh, own saliva. Um, uh, Agent Hermes, as you're standing there, do a power roll. 
Yes, sir. Success. Okay. What happens to you is you suddenly get this whiff of a horrible, fetid, rotting flesh smell. Um, and as it, it doesn't cause you to double over, but um, Agent Fox uh, suddenly vomits on the floor and staggers to the door and he runs off into the night. You Fox. don't know to where. Fox. As you turn and look, though, uh, Mrs. Wheeler is in the master bedroom beckoning you to come. Uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to, you know, just barge right in there. I'm going to, you know, slowly go in there, you know, and just take a couple steps. How does she respond? Is this, you know, does she, is she reacting as I, as I baby step my way towards her? She seems to be smiling at you evilly. Okay. That's going to stop me. Um, what do you want? Use American English and peacefully state your intentions and desires. She turns slowly and she points at the broken pieces of mirror on the ground. That was an accident. I apologize. I will have your mirror fixed. She moves farther into the room. And you can see her move into the mirror, the one mirror that's remaining. Uh, now you'd have to actually go into the room to see her. Yeah, you know, that whole evil smile thing, just, no, it, it's not happening. Um, you know, I, I, I think I'm going to call this a win for the night i know the whole original plan was stay the entire night but this isn't like some stupid dare that i've learned fox is you know sickened himself i'm good uh, this is gonna be a, uh, me leaving the house now okay um are you going to lock up hell yeah um when you get into your car uh, and you start to, to, to pull out, you don't see Agent Fox anywhere. What? Um, and you sort of look around hoping that he'll see you and come to the car, but he doesn't. I, you know, I know it's, it's late and everything, but, you know, it's not that crowded here. Honk the horns, you know, okay. hit, the, hit the high beams a couple times trying to learn them. You do that a couple times and, well, you do that one time and okay. nothing happens. Um, you do it a second time and you start to notice people's lights come on. People's well, I'm a good lights. neighbor. Neighbors. I give it a 10 count and if he's not around, just be like, well, I'm not staying here. It's not a good place. All right. Nothing happens. Okay. Um, so you drive off, I assume, back to the apartment. Um, 
All right. Uh, Agent East, Agent Lake, and Agent Chalky, uh, you were back at the apartment, I believe. Uh, is that correct? Maybe go uh, over your notes before you go to bed. Was that yeah, right, or were we at the Heritage Center? No, but this is well. This is this well is nighttime now. We yeah. are back. Okay. We are back at the motel. Mm -hmm. um, you're gonna sleep, and then we were waiting. To, some of us were waiting up. Okay. Just just in case we got a we're dying in the house call, you know. Um, Why don't you all do pow rolls? O three, which is a regular because it's Delta Green. Oh, hey, I got a twenty-two, which is a crit because it's Delta Green. Okay, that's a fail for me. Okay. So what happens is this: <clears throat> Agent Chalky, <coughs> excuse me, you fall into kind of a deep sleep, and in the deep sleep. Uh, you suddenly find yourself inside the Wheeler house, inside the Spooner residence. Um, everything is kind of dark. Uh, you're in, you think you're in the den, but the house is empty. And all of a sudden, somebody, two people come into the room. Uh, they have candles. Uh, one of them is Mrs. Wheeler. You can tell it's her. And the other woman is a much smaller, rounder, um, old Italian woman. And as they walk in, um, the old Italian woman is singing uh, a folk song uh, in Italian. And the basic gist of the words that you, you can pick out because it's not really loud, uh, is una, my time is terrible. Unamodo oscuro uh, ho vigiato. Um, uh, a dark way I have traveled. And it's, uh, you don't, you don't, you're pretty sure it's, it sounds like an old folk song. Uh, you don't recognize it offhand. But um, they come in and they they seem to be standing. There seems to be something like a an octagon in the middle of the room, though you're not quite sure what it is. It's, it's a dream. There's something wrong with the dream. And then there is a third person standing there. It's a man. He's completely naked, but his upper half is all in shadows, and you get a feeling of absolute terror and dread from this third person, and you wake up with a start. You can do a sanity roll. Uh, Agent East and Agent Lake, you sleep pretty soundly until you hear a car pull up outside. Uh, which is Agent Hermes hopping out of his uh, car, not bothering to be extremely quiet. <laughs> He's upset. Yeah. Uh, that's a regular pass, by the way. Okay. Just take one sanity damage. Uh, 
I guess I'll sort of uh, sit up <clears throat> from where I was like maybe sleeping on the couch or something and <clears throat> be like, oh, what is that? Who is that? And I'll, uh, you know, I'll get up and go to the window and sort of do the thing where you sort of peer out. Yeah, you can see it's Hermes, but he doesn't have Agent Fox with him. That's odd. I'll, uh, you know, I'll go open the door and be like, get in here. So hi. Where where the hell's Fox? I don't know. You what do you Well that's know. that's not you good. Mean you don't know. There was he had another type of episode, but instead of trying to hurt himself, he basically he he, he doubled over saying, What is that that smell? Ugh. And he just kept on puking. And then he stumbled out of there. I called after him. I smelled something kind of like decomp, but nothing that powerful. And that, that uh, you know, uh, then I saw um, <clears throat> Mrs. Wheeler beckoning me to go into the master bedroom. We had a brief conversation stretching that word to its breaking limit, at which point I went after Fox, basically, and I didn't see him anywhere. What did she say? She, I asked her to use words. She did not. I asked her what she wanted. She pointed to the broken mirror. I apologized, said I would get that repaired and replaced for her, and said, what else can I do for her? What, what do you need here? And she just had this, you know, this creepy evil smile all right and it, it was a weird night to say the least um Fox, you know, to, okay yeah go ahead no you can go ahead it, so, it was, to, to clarify okay <laughs> what do you mean by an evil i mean okay she had an evil grin but it was this isn't like you know someone's you know being like mischievous it's like oh okay. i stole the like this was like I'm going to torture and feast on your soul type of grin. I mean, this was bad. And she kept on beckoning me into the master bedroom. And I was like, nope, 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 nope not, not doing it. I'm going after my fellow agent and got out of there. But I don't actually, I am concerned about Fox, but something very interesting happened earlier. Okay. Get, get everyone in here. What, uh, what are they, asleep or something? Get, get Agents Jockey and Easton here. I'll just sort of, you know, call them over from across the motel room or the adjoining room. I'm, I'm listening. Yeah. Okay. Well, where's Jackie? Jackie's right here. Oh, there you are, Jackie. Okay. Well, I wasn't, wasn't getting much sleep anyway. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. Spent spent too much time in that house. It's starting to get to me a wee bit. What do you mean? Just, you know, just bad dreams. Same I mean, things. They, I, I mean, th these can't be ghosts, right? Like, there has to be some sort of explanation for this. I mean... I hope so, because before Fox got sick, we proceeded with the idea of the seance, which I gotta say, still, I still think it was a stupid idea, but whatever. Mm -hmm. We might have learned something from it, or it might have caused Fox to go running away from something. I, we both, Fox and I both saw Mrs. Wheeler in 
uh, as an old lady and there was another old lady and Mrs. Wheeler was saying, no, no, I won't do that. And I, I'm pretty sure the other lady was, was uh, speaking with a heavy Italian accent. Okay. I wonder what she was trying to get her to do. I don't know. Wasn't there like a whole thing where she uh, bailed out her kids? The Italian, the, the, the younger Italian kids that got in trouble with the law? Yeah. I think uh, Ace's theory about taking over the body of the host is uh, quite morbid, but also, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, it's sounding more and more likely all the time. Uh, yeah. What was... I'd like you to all do a listen roll. Okay. Um, awareness? Alertness? Yeah. Alertness, sorry. sorry. Uh, so unless no, it's that's... doubles, it's just, it's just a regular success? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I failed. Well, one still counts. One in doubles. Regular it's success. It's an eight. It's an eight. So. So, so that's a success? It's a success, but it's not like Call of Cthulhu where it's like... Right. No, it's just regular yeah, success. Yeah, success yeah. Who succeeded? I did. I did. Okay. I didn't. I failed. Uh, I succeeded. Okay. Agent Lake and Agent East and Agent Hermes, um, you hear a light buzz noise. Um, who has the cell phone? I would so. have called you guys, so I don't have it. Uh, I, I do. Oh, I think it was East, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, East, when you uh, pick up the phone... Uh, this is what you see. It's on your in chat. You also notice now that there are a number of previous messages Wait. also uncoded. What is this number? What is what number? There's no phone there? number. You mean... Well, I don't have the phone. I'll be quiet. East, what are you talking about? It, there's messages here. They say to come back to the house. They're not in code. I actually received a message like that the last time I had the phone. And I thought it was just the house screwing with you. We, we know the house can make you see and hear things, so... If I, if devices? I that, I'm glad you kept that information to yourself, Agent Hermes. Yeah, that's uh, that's I also good to know. To know this. Um. I, Can I reply? I, I wouldn't I want to text it I mean... back. I want to text it back. Who is this? <laughs> so if we see, if we look at the phone, we all see the messages. Yes. Is the message I received the other day still on there? Yep. There you go. See, there's the one I received. Sorry. Another message appears on the phone. It's ordering me now. You were ordered to go back. Pushy, pushy. Can I? And there's no number. Like, this is so strange. I want to. Can I? 
Is there a way for me to try to call back the number? Um, you don't know, but it seems that if you're, it seems to be responding Wait. at least in part to you. What would the phone number for the Spooner residence be? I don't think there's a phone. Well, there's, there. there's not a number listed. That's the that's the odd part. There was ch child's phone that rang. Right. I'm there sure is, there's no service. to clarify. There's no home phone. At the Spooner residence, there's no home phone. No, there's no yeah. phone there currently. Is there dial-up? <laughs> I figured. Let's set the phone down. All right, listen, I... Well, this is definitely spooky. I mean, that we can say no, no, that. No, no, it's, it's uh, spooky. Um... I think, obviously, something... There's some, dare I say, unnatural things going on here. So perhaps we should maybe ignore it and just continue with our investigation. I mean, we can go. That's we, what I did. Plans that's, to go speak with the piano lady tomorrow. That's good. Look, look here. Part of the reason I ignored the here, message. Look, I, we need to, we need to find Fox. Where are the keys? Where are the car keys? Uh, yeah. Uh, here, here. I, I hand you the Thanks. Card. I take him and I leave with the phone. Bye. Are, are you sure you don't want to take someone with you? Okay. Jockey. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not getting any more sleep, so a brisk walk would help me. All right, I'll, I'll buddy with Hermes. We should stay in pairs if we can. Okay, so Hermes and Lake are staying at the uh, hotel. Yeah. And East and Chalky are going out. Yep. Yes. Okay. So Agent Hermes and Agent Lake, you're at the uh, the motel what are you going to do try to go back to sleep try to just sit up and chit -chat? yeah i mean I, I you know i got a meeting with the you know i'm trying to meet the lady tomorrow so i don't want to be cranky um and i figure uh you know that's actually a good right. point well, um do um do a pow roll okay does right. fam or both of us both of you uh that's a fail i'm rolling 70s really a fail tonight. I pass. I'm rolling okay. calls tonight. So Hermes manages to fall asleep, and Lake, you keep tossing and turning, and thinking about strange, ugly, old Italian women, um, mm. hiding in the yeah, hiding in the in the, the the shadows. You're not sure if you're just freaked yourself out. Um, Agent Jockey and Agent East, uh, you have gotten in the car, pulled down the the, the driveway, and you're on the street do you guys do? Or what conversation do you guys have? Jockey. Uh, yes. The phone, the messages on the phone are telling me to kill East, uh, or telling me to kill Hermes and Lake. Uh, what? They're telling you to kill them? Yeah, look. Well, see, clearly there's two messages kill agent hermes he is lying uh agent east do it uh agent lake is lying 
None of these are coded messages. Well, we, we know that the house is, uh, I mean, it's probably fair to say the house is trying to turn whoever goes into it against each other. But like, Right, but I mean, Agent Hermes has been getting messages from this thing and wasn't telling us about it. And now Fox isn't here anymore. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? What do you think the house is trying to split us apart? No, no, to divide us? Where is Fox? Agent Jockey. Hmm. Well. I mean, the, the two of them were alone and now. You don't this. think he, you don't think he could have killed him? I don't know. He, he was sure if we can't find if we can't find Fox. That's not yeah. Good. I mean, he we both seen it. He was puppeted before, and I mean, it's not impossible. It could have happened again. He might have done it on. He might have done done it completely unknowingly. Yeah, but I mean, regardless, we can't just leave him out there as a loose end. Oh yeah. If Fox is out there. So I, I intend to spend the next few hours driving around that area looking for Fox. Yeah, I'll I'll happily be the second pair of eyes assisting with that. All right, so you're going to drive around for a while. Um, you don't see hiding your hair of Fox. Um, do you drive by the house? What do you think? He's, I mean, if if there's any weight to that theory and he's not here, his body might be in the house. What do you think? I think we can take a quick glance by the house. Um, I don't want to go inside. Yeah, just to make sure there's no signs of a struggle or anything like that. Okay. As you go by the house, um, there seem to be candles lit in all of the windows. What the hell? What were they doing here? Well, they said they were, they said they were going to do attempt that seance thing, but I don't think they'd be silly enough to leave candles burning in this house unless they wanted it to burn down. Shall we take a look inside? I don't know, jockey. Could just be I think, the house. Yeah, uh, it's more it's more for Fox's sake because uh, I know I didn't sleep well earlier, but I would sleep a lot better knowing that he was something didn't happen to him. Look, you said you were you were dreaming of the house. Mm-hmm. 
I sing uh, Devitalo and um, Devitalo and uh, Miss Wheeler. And there was a horrifying third shape, which I'd rather not think of. Um, both of you do an alertness roll. Ooh, 11. That's uh, yeah. extreme. Are you serious? I rolled an 11 as well. Huh. <laughs> Lovely. Convergence. <laughs> Convergence. What does it um, mean? You both look over at the house and you are dead sure that there's somebody inside who looks out the window at you as they went by. She seems to have her hair up, like in an old-fashioned hairdo. It's a very strange shadow to suddenly see at the window, but you're sure that's what it was. Well, there's movement in there, but it seemed to... Well, I mean, things trying to lure us back inside. I mean, look at the phone. Yeah. Just the last thing I would want to happen is something like Fox get hurt, you know, but I, I know what you're saying. It, it, the house is holding all the cards here. What shall you do? Uh... I think I think Hermes might have a little bit more explaining to do. Yeah. So is that, it, go ahead. Going back. All right. So you turn the car around and start back uh, towards the house. Uh, there's a little bit of you inside that feels relief. It almost felt like the house was looking at you and staring back at you. And the farther away you get from it, the more sort of just relieved to get the fuck away from it. Um, but you pull back up and um, you go into your motel room, probably a little more quiet. And uh, you can see that Hermes is sound asleep. Um, but Agent Lake is his eyes are open. He looks up at you. He's he's not having. Oh yeah, I, I I'm probably got like some of the of my notes that I'm going over and just rereading, um, and I it's just kind of casually glancing over at Hermes every once in a while. Oh, uh, welcome back. Uh, I guess I'll have to be content with the couple hours I got earlier because I I can't get back to sleep. I've just been going over everything. That's nice. I um, go and I kick Hermes is bad. Hey, 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 hey. What are you doing? We're going to find Fox. Uh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, almost. You're the one who let him go off by himself, aren't you? If that's really what happened. It's what happened. What are you saying? Oh, I wish I could believe you. Okay. I really do. You're asking someone to prove a negative. I mean, he doesn't seem like he's lying. 
thank you. I'm pretty good at reading people. That's what. That's exactly what the you can do. Psychology. I mean, uh, humans. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thirty-six out of sixty-one. Yeah, Hermes doesn't seem like he's lying. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think I rolled a ninety-seven. So, yeah, Hermes could be lying. (laughs) Be lying. Listen. I, I definitely, I'm definitely concerned with Fox in the Wind. But in fact, Lake could be lying about Hermes' line. <laughs> I know. I rolled a 97. That's why, like, like if this was D and D, it would be a persuade roll. What, what can, can I roll something to try and be like, uh, you know? Uh, you could, you could. Well, do we? We don't have anything like persuade. Yeah, it's persuade. Oh, it is persuade. persuade. Okay. okay. I love my dice tonight. That is, a, uh, yeah, that's a success. So. Hermes is appealing to the fact that he's a Delta Green agent and that you're all being deceived and manipulated. And that sounds like, you know, maybe. Um, if 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 Herm if if Fox is out there, Fox knows where the motel is. He's a he's a, an adult. Um he might just show up next yeah. week. <laughs> I, I think I think he just had some kind of fit. Look, this isn't, you know the antarctic or, or or you know some middle nowhere in the woods it's chicago in the suburbs i mean i'm i'm concerned but i don't think we should you know yeah. start pointing fingers at each other or anything yeah i mean he's, i my point is the environment outside of the house is actually a nice area so I, well obviously the house's influence goes him, beyond him it given the phone the streets is not what i'm worried about Okay. And the house's influence goes beyond the the house itself, given the phone. Listen, I think from now on we should engage the buddy system until until we get at least until we get Fox back. We should always be in pairs. Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, looks like we already did that. Uh, Jockey and East, and Lake and Lake and myself. Does that work? Oh, yeah, we don't always have to keep the same teams. But I'm just saying, oh, if okay. you go somewhere, always bring somebody. That's, that's what that's what Fox and I were doing, and then good. Well, <laughs> he, he he broke off. I mean, it, it was it's very unfortunate. It happened right at the moment where there was the most minute breakthrough in communication. And so it goes that in frustration, and distrust, and. None of you can go back to sleep. And hours go by, and the morning comes. You look over your uh, notes. You're very tired. Uh, but the next day has begun. Uh, you guys can order breakfast or something. And, but no fox. Anything else on the phone, or is it gone? Silent? Nothing's on the phone. If we don't hear back from him this evening, should we maybe update ASA with that information? Let's give him a little bit, but if if he's gone for too long, yes, we will. Yeah, him. give it a bit of time first. Mm-hmm. Jack, Hopefully, he shows up. Tell me more about your dream. It's just, was there any words? Anything mentioned? It was the same. Um, incantation I mentioned before about uh, the 
uh, a dark way. I have traveled, but spoken in my mother tongue, of course. And so was actually like a little folk song. Like a folk song, sorry. I mean, and, uh, a folk David song. Tallow. Yeah, David Tallow and uh, Miss Wheeler were there, and there was a third figure that I'm trying not to imagine again. Sometimes right. legends, myths, folklore, they have some basis in fact, and in this case, maybe this is something we should look into, just Italian folklore regarding and, and with those words, perhaps? Definitely something worth looking up, but Jockey, this other figure that you're so hesitant to, to describe... Uh, I would really appreciate it if you made an effort to do so. Um, it, it's more that I'm unable to describe. It, it was a, it was quite obviously a male figure, but all I could make out was his lower half down. His upper half was obfuscated by shadow. It was very dark. You couldn't tell whether he was a white person or a black person or. But he was a he was a man. He was definitely a man. Yeah. Okay. Man. Wheeler. And he was tall. He was bigger than the average fellow. Big, so, tall bloke as well. Broad shoulders. Does that sound like Mister Wheeler? Let me see a picture of him. No, and not he, particularly. No, he, and he he was long dead before then. Before yeah. this started. Yes, but yeah, there's probably an old picture of him. He looks like your average nineteen hundreds fellow with a little straw hat. And... Well, How I mean... were the women responding in your dream to this shadow man? There was an octagon like shape in the middle of the room. Which room? The den? It was yeah. It wasn't the den, wasn't it, Tom? Yes. That's yeah. where Hermes and Hermes and I, I'm talking about myself. Fox and I did our seance. Hmm. We were considering very briefly doing it in the master bedroom, but we thought that would be certain suicide. And I basically said I would love to do it right next to the front door so we can run away. But Fox said if we're gonna do this, we should do it in the center of the house. Well, let's look up that folk song. Let's examine the piano. Yeah, I'd very much like to examine the piano. And then, I mean, at this point, I mean, this house is following us in dream. It's following us on the phone. It's... And, so... Uh, it's... Well, I just want to raise one more thing. Um, I, and I pulled out again the foreclosure notice from the bank should we alert acel about this should we do anything that does delta green have like an attorney or somebody that could just step in and say blah 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 you can't sell it right now or well i i don't i don't know what delta green has but we have gasoline well i've been campaigning to burn this house from minute one listen i'm not saying i don't want to either twice okay twice it has been tried before 
and miraculously, I quote, failed. You're right. So what do we do? Um, we let this thing hunt us down through our thoughts and devices. No, I'm saying we maybe die? maybe Agent we use like? something other than gas. I don't know. Well, I mentioned my idea before. You guys shot it yeah, down. Yeah, we're not we're not using thermite. Um, everybody, do an alertness roll. It's about eight eight o'clock, eight thirty. Three, so yes. Or 20. That's amazing. That's another success. Ooh, rolling really well today. Yeah. Okay. If you passed, um, uh, you hear uh, some another buzz coming from Agent East's pocket. Okay. What does the murder phone want now? It's a, it's a phone call. Hello. Hi. This is Elizabeth Tucker calling back. Um, how are you this morning? Oh, I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, excellent. Uh, I'm doing very fine. Thank you. So I've been a busy bee. I've come up with some more uh, items for you. Oh, that's um, excellent. I've located two other items. One of them is an armoire that was apparently part of the original estate sale. Um, that is owned by a Miss Joan uh, Piedmont. And uh, she's in Chicago uh, proper. Um, I went ahead and contacted her. Uh, and I, uh, I, I, I sort of made up a little story. I uh, said that, uh, that you were doing a... Uh, uh, a movie piece on period, uh, the period, uh, uh, how do I want to say it, on on an older family, which I didn't name. Uh, and I suggested that you were trying to look for certain pieces that were sold in an estate sale. And we identified the era armoire. Um, she's not, she said that she's not willing to sell it, but I told her that all you really wanted to do is photograph it. Um, of course, I did. I, I'm in this business, so I did get the feeling from her that if you gave her the right price, she'd probably be willing to sell it. She said, um, she said some funny things about it. She said that, um, her mother gave it to her years ago, uh, that she got it at an estate sale in the 50s, which puts it in the right period. And, um, she said it's a lovely old armoire, it's been been in her family since then um and uh, she says but the kids won't go near it she says they think that it's haunted uh they they said that it whispers to them and uh you know children uh, in any case uh i've got that now the second piece the second piece is a small uh italian uh table i don't know if it's an end table or like a coffee table or something like that um, that turns out that it wasn't in anybody's house. That was in an antique dealership, um, also in Chicago. And it, I, I saw a photograph of it. It does seem like the kind of thing that I sometimes can sell. So I went ahead and I purchased it. And they will be shipping that over to my shop uh, probably this afternoon. I should have it by one o'clock if you want to come and take a look at it. Almost um, certainly. 
but I'm I'm 99% sure that that also belonged to the Wheeler family. Um, so that's where I've gotten so far. Some of that other stuff that you've asked, I, it's not been so good, but those two things at least. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Did my, my associate uh, stray a little bit? This is all we were really interested in. Well, he had said something about um, some of the furniture post-modern, I think he said, furniture. Um, so far, nothing much has come up. Uh, I, there's, uh, a, there's too much of it out there. You yeah, know? don't, don't, don't waste your time with that. I apologize. Um, well, uh, here's, here's Miss uh, Piedmont's address and her phone number. And I told her you might be dropping by sometime this morning, uh, so you can give her a call until you're on until you tell her that you are on your way. And then here's my shop. I think you might have already had that address, and um, we can, we'll see you around one o'clock. I'll be. I'm very, very, and you know, eager to meet you. Um, oh well, uh, thank you so much for your assistance. I will see you this afternoon. You're welcome. Uh, until then, bye-bye. She hangs up. All right, so. Agent Lake and Hermes, you're going to go look at that piano. I can okay. go with Jockey. We can look into that folk song. Sure. And then swing by the Piedmonts to take some photographs of the armoire. Maybe see if we can find out what this haunted thing is about? I have, they have a this. Sure, I have a feeling of what it. Of and then we can but, go check out the table. And then maybe yeah. we should buy these pieces. Well, buy. we'll we'll get a we'll get a fee well, for them well, first. And well, then well, we'll, hold on. We were we've already been concerned. The house is reaching out. Yeah, if they're to us, it's now reaching out to yeah. uh, kids. No way, man. We, we should put them to get the armoire. Yeah, we should we should store them in a green box or destroy them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see if we can purchase it, uh, and then the table. So whoever. Yeah, I mean, if you you can check out the folk song and the, um, the armoire, and we'll check out the piano and the table. Just show up to the people's places with flowers. You shouldn't go to a place empty-handed. Show up with flowers. I will not be doing that. But Here's flowers. I want to buy your table. Like, or oh. I want to buy your. I want to buy your armoire. You're, you're offering flowers, saying like, "Thank." You. I just wanted to give you this. Thank you so much for even just letting me come see this piece. It's exact. I've heard so much about it. Oh, see, I can say all that without the flowers, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm sensing a lack of customer service skills here. Seriously. Yeah, that's not what I do. Well, you can always grow. I have faith in you. All right, so um, what are you going to handle first? Breakfast. Well, we'll say you have breakfast. <laughs> Just kidding. Come on. So I will, okay, I will go with Jahi to the library to try to find this folk song. Okay. Um, this is set in modern times, so you can find so, an internet access. Yeah. So you do find the internet access. Um, you can't find uh, the text, but you do find that it is an old Italian 18th century folk song, um, somewhat obscure, uh, 
coming from uh, a part of Italy. Uh, uh, the, the song may trace, its, it, it may go much further back, but uh, it was a semi-popular, especially among the superstitious uh, old folks back in, in that time. So it, uh, it, 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 it's difficult to tell if it's singing about the difficulties one's had in life, uh, trying to find a way out, or if it's actually, it's kind of creepy. It, it, it almost seems like it's um, uh, purposefully traveling along a dar on a dark journey to find something of great value. Uh, difficult, difficult to, to figure out. But you, you find that at least it's something that an old Italian woman might be familiar with. Okay. Um, so after you've found that at the, I don't know, the, the internet, mm -hmm. what's next? The, the piano? How yeah, are you going to handle the piano after your phone call? So uh, I think we had set up uh like a meeting or that she was right or that she was gonna that we were gonna go see her right correct i think you kind of left it up to her to call you back oh um, that's right yeah yeah um, um but you still have her number yeah why don't i'm gonna give her another call uh now that's the next day all right um she answers hello hi this is a this is a mr bones Oh. I called you the other day about the uh, the piano. Yes. Well, um, how much are we talking? How much are you interested in? Uh, well, listen, um, I, I'm actually, let, let me explain a little bit more. The, the reason that my associates and I are interested in the estate sales, we're actually making a movie about a, a certain a family of the era and getting a number of <laughs> pieces of furniture. Um, so really, we'd just be interested in taking some photos. But if you're interested in selling the piece, we are uh, interested uh, we were prepared to offer you uh, $6,000, perhaps? Oh, um, well, I mean, perhaps. Um, you want to come by and see it, I'm sure. Uh, wonderful, yes. Um, are, you, uh, are you free at all today? Um, yes. Um, uh, why don't you come by in the next hour or so? And uh... Sure. Uh, me, me and my associate will be right over. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you then. Okay. She hangs up. Good save. <laughs> 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 Thanks for the help there, Tucker. And, yeah, and was... <laughs> All right, let's uh, yeah, let's go. We'll, we'll, we'll go talk to her. See if we can get some photos. Um, didn't we? Did we actually? Did we get some of uh, Garrett's cash, or am I misremembering? No, we we don't. Is there have not cash, cash in the green box? I thought there was no. cash. Hold on. No. I think there was cash in the green box. And as a government employee, believe it or not, I'm not paid that much money. So I mean, I'm willing to spend some bond points if it means doing I'll, the right I'll, thing. Um, I'll, no, I'm, I'm not saying you're on your own here, but I really want this uh, piano. So why don't we, for right now, go Hamsies? So three grand each. Sure. Um, just have to get it in cash. Right. That sounds like a probably a, what is that, a, a significant or a, a major expense? 
I don't know. Uh, don't you know the DG will uh, will reimburse you if okay. you have to purchase an artifact. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean, we, we definitely have to purchase these things because yeah. they're reaching out to people, uh, apparently. So we got to get these. Um, but yeah, listen, I guess we should both um, get some cash and then we will uh, mark it down and we'll get Delta Green to reimburse us or do something or pay us we'll back somehow. Yeah, okay. we'll, we'll work it out, I'm sure. All uh, right. I can spare 3000 I mean, we're not buying a luxury SUV here. We're right, buying, right. You know. So yeah, so we'll, 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 we'll get that. We'll make sure we look kind of nice and we'll head over. Um, uh, we do have a, nice. uh, one of us has a camera of some sorts, right? Um, with our equipment? Yeah, I, the camera? Uh, okay. I, I still have the uh, camera from. Okay, good. Good, good, good. So, yeah. Cool. All right. So, who's going? Uh, so, I guess just uh, Lake and Hermes. Yeah. All so right. I think, yeah. The other two are going to go for the armoire after. All right. So, you, you arrive. I just had her. Papers get all mixed up. Sorry. Um, all right, you arrive at Miss Lila Cordry's house, and uh, she greets you at the door. Um, she's an old woman. She looks like she's in her mid sixties. And uh, please come inside. Yes, thank you. Thank you. We we appreciate it. Um, uh, she says, um, I, I hope it wasn't too much trouble. Um, here, let me show you. And she, she just sort of guides you through her house, um, uh, to, to one side of the living room. And what's there is, this is an upright piano. It's not a grand piano. It's right. upright. Um, a bald one. Um, uh, it's a nice looking piano. It has, uh, it has redwood front on it. It's, you know, like carved. It's a little fancier than just a, a cheap piano. Uh, and there's, you know, a place where uh, you can put your sheet music and it's got like a mirrored front on it and uh, and a, a bench to sit on. What would you guys like to do? She, uh, she uh, lifts up the little protector that protects the keys so that you can sure. see and they're all they're all in pretty good condition. You can see a crack here and there in the in the ivory. Oh, it's a it's a it's a lovely piece. I can I can see you've been taking good care of it. What sort of movie is it that you're making? Oh, it's a more of a period piece about some uh, some families of the uh, of the time and sort of their their houses and different things like that. What their life was like. Uh, what sort of their furniture was. Well, it's honestly it's been a while since I've been able to play hmm. uh, our arthritis. Um, it's unfortunate. Um, well, uh, maybe you want to try it out. I don't know. Um, well, so I, I'm taking pictures of it. Sure. And then uh, what I would like to do is is uh, examine it more closely. Is there any type of uh, writing on it? Someone scrib- you know, scratch something into it. I'd like to lift up the cover where the actual strings are to see yeah. Is there an object of some kind there that is, does not belong to a piano or anything like that? Okay. Um, go ahead and do research. Yeah. Or alertness. Or awareness. Or... Do an awareness. Okay. 
We got a ten. So nice. Okay. Um, I gotta look at my. I'm just kind of act like I'm examining it, like you know, I'm like helping take photos and you know examining it to see if it's worth buying and appraising it and kind of really just looking, like I said, for clues. And I just quietly say to uh, to like, do you remember what the that tune was that we we heard? I don't. I don't remember the tune. I don't. I don't, I don't have any music training, but yeah. Well, uh, okay. So, how, Tom, sorry if I just say it's in our notes, and I mm. and I and I and I mention it to her. Oh. Uh, well, I'd have oh. to ask to pull out your notes and. No, no, you're talking about. You mean the, the thing we heard the, the rock something in B minor, please. yeah, Rachmaninoff. Rachmaninoff, yeah. Well, first of all, did we did we find anything on the piano? <laughs> yeah. Um. Did you both pass? I got a ten. What did you get? For this is for research. For alertness. 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 I missed it by two. Okay. Happens is ancient Hermes starts looking all over and lifting things up and opening parts of the, the piano. And Agent Lake, you immediately notice that um, that Lila starts to become a little suspicious because it's like if you're just going to use it as a prop in a movie, what are you looking for? You know, you're like looking in parts of the, the piano that nobody's ever going to see. So she looks a little odd and incredulous, like you're looking for buried treasure, you know? No. And you're pretty sure she's going to start asking questions in a minute. Um, but as Agent Hermes lowers the front back down, you catch a glimpse of something. You see, for just a moment, a woman reflected in the mirror, sitting in front of it, playing the piano. And then the lid goes down a little bit farther. And as it does, she's out of the, the picture. It's almost like you wouldn't be able to see it unless you were sitting at the piano playing. Sure. And then I'll, I'll look at, you know, to Hermes and I'll look at her and I'll be like, uh, ah, and I'll say, uh, well, I think, um, uh, well, I, I think this is, uh, you know, I, I think this is the, the piano we're looking for that was sold in the estate sale, don't you think? I completely agree. Yeah, I, I, was, I was just looking to see if, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, not that I'm a piano expert, but I just wanted to make sure that the, uh, the insides looked intact. And obviously, we're going to need to get p uh, piano movers here, but, uh, yeah, it's I'm, fantastic I'm that it's, on this. let's do this. It's fantastic that it's still working, that it'll be good for us to get a shot of it playing in the, uh, the film. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you say to uh, six thousand dollars, and we'll we'll cover the cost of the movers as well. Hmm. We have a um, cash. That's that's what you said on the phone. Um, I uh, let me let me consult with my husband for a few moments. Of course, she, of course. Uh, she leaves the room and goes out. So you guys are alone in there with the piano. All right. Um, just make sure we've got all the pictures that we need in case that she doesn't want to sell. But uh, yep. I guess I'll uh, I'll whisper to be like, well, unfortunately, there's definitely something up with the piano. So we we, we got to try to get our hands on it. Well, I mean, I mean, I, I'm just trying to get all the 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 you know the pieces back together. But uh, did you uh, 
Did you notice anything about it? Because because it just looks yeah, like anime. There's something off about it. We'll, we'll we'll talk more later. Oh, well, we should definitely get it off their hands then. Okay. Yeah. Agent Hermes, go ahead and do an alertness roll. Okay. Another one. You got it. You're okay. Success. Okay. Um. You're curious because Agent Lake is suddenly acting oddly um, about seeing something. Um, so you go ahead and sit down on the bench. Okay. And when you do, and you're looking into the mirror, you can see vaguely at first, but you are pretty sure you can see Mrs. Wheeler in the reflection as if you were in the piano looking out at her. And she's playing music on the on the piano you can't hear anything but you can am see am i her. able to mirror her hand movements you can't see her hands can't see her hands you can just see her and you can tell that that's what she's doing is playing the piano I, i'm just going to take a moment there you also know that it's mrs wheeler because you just saw her at her her eyes closed or mm -hmm. her? okay so i i she seems happy though yeah, maybe. Maybe. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to tap a key on the piano. Okay. Do a... Do a power roll. Okay. Please don't make me suddenly murder the old lady. Don't give him ideas! <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hang on. I was thinking of a different character. Let me make sure that's a uh, what I think it is. Do, 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 do. Aha! That is a success. Okay. You tap the keys and you can hear the keys when you're hitting them. Okay. Sure. Um, but Agent Lake responds to you doing that by saying, what's wrong? It doesn't work. What do you mean it doesn't work? You can hear it. Agent Lake doesn't hear any. Key. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, are you Are you playing it? I, I I mean, I I don't know to play the piano to the chagrin of my mother, but um, I did press a few keys. You don't hear anything. I'm hearing. Interesting. We should look into that later. But uh. Yeah. Just uh, anyway. Um. I, I'm, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up away from the piano and just make sure the lid is properly closed and. Uh, you know, we're we're just gonna be nonchalantly waiting. Yeah, like, polite, politely waiting. Yeah, it's a nice house. She comes back after a few minutes and she says, "Well, my husband and I discussed it, and he thinks that I shouldn't ask any less than ten thousand dollars." How about eight? I think that I would like to get it appraised before I I give it to you. You All seemed right. awfully interested. Well, yeah, I just wanted to make sure, like I said, we were trying to make sure that it is indeed the, the kind of piano we're looking for that came from the estate zone. It is. So mm -hmm. listen, I'm prepared to offer you, uh, how about 9000 We call it $9,000. Can this I be cash right now. Yeah, $9,000 cash. I can go get it for you right now. Could I maybe roll persuade? Yeah, you could try to roll a persuade. All right. 
Can I listen, I, I assure you, I, he's a shrewd old lady. I am. I, I, I put. You know, <laughs> I, I, I made sure and checked that this is this is worth what we say. Uh, that's a forty-seven, so just a regular pass. She says, "All right. Are you uh, going to pay right now? You said you're going to go get the money." Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll go get the additional few thousand. Now, I don't have any way to transport it. You'll have to take care of, of that. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go set that up. Thank you. All right. Um, so, uh, listen. Uh, so, I guess we'll, uh, we'll say, you know, we'll, we'll go get that right now. We'll step outside. Um, say, let's, well, you know, we'll be walking to the car to head to the ATM. And I'm talking with Hermes. And I'll say, so, listen, I figure we'll, uh, we'll swing, um, maybe swing by the ATM. Maybe come by, give her the money. And then maybe go to um, Tucker's office, and we can take a look at that table. And perhaps maybe she knows some piano movers that. Uh, well, that's a brilliant idea. She won't will. ask too many questions. Yeah, and I'm thinking, have we paid for that storage unit yet? We did. Pay, we did the first day we were there. That's right. I so we can use. Full. We can we go can ahead use and that storage unit. Yeah, and go ahead and use that, and then update the A cell, and they can do what they like with the antiques. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, and oh, hopefully, uh, hopefully they're doing well with the armoire and the uh, folks. You, you didn't hear me pressing any sound when I pressed the keys. No, but listen, I uh, I was getting some weird vibes. I saw something weird when you were messing around with the um, the lid in the mirror. I, I, I it's definitely connected. It's definitely connected. I, when I sat down, and I, I mean, I, I definitely know who it was. I've seen her in pictures. I've seen her in person. You catch my drift there. It was Miss Wheeler place. She was right there. Yeah, I saw a woman. All right, let's yeah, <laughs> let's let's get to Tucker's. All right, Agent uh, East yeah. and Agent Jockey. Um, you guys are pulling up to the house where the armoire is. Uh, you've got your phot photographer's equipment, and uh, you. Uh, you go up. This actually is a fairly large house, uh, rather fancy. You imagine they probably have lots of uh, antiques. Um, you are greeted at the door by Mrs. Uh, I lost the page. Um, Piedmont. Piedmont. Uh, and she says, oh, please, please come inside. Um, uh, you're here to look at the, uh, the armoire. Now, I'm I'm not particularly interested in selling, you see, because, uh, well, these old houses don't have closets. Um, you need a place to put your clothes. That's why people had armoires. But uh, let me take you up and show it to you. She takes you up um, to one of the bedrooms, and uh, she starts joking with you. She's like, um, uh, the children used to love to play hide-and-seek, but uh, they won't go anywhere near the thing. They think that it's spooky, and uh, oh, as you really? can see, it's just a, a lovely old uh, armoire, and it's a beautiful old hand-carved wooden well, I, armoire. Have you, have you checked it for any secret uh, worlds in the back? Huh. Yeah, the Chronicles of Narnia. No, yeah. there's no worlds in the back. However, I do have a I do have a theory. I have a theory that you know these old houses are a bit drafty, and uh, you know, they're not very good at keeping uh, the, the humidity and moisture out. So I just think that it settles. It's an old piece of furniture and it squeaks and it moves and it moans. And 
But other than that, well, have a look. Would you guys like anything? Uh, I can make some tea or coffee. And then we can talk. Um... Oh, uh, some coffee would be lovely. All right. Yes, that'll be lovely. Thank you we'll, very much. We'll Ms. go Piedmont. get that for you. And right, she immediately be, goes out. I want to take. I want to take some Polaroid snaps of this. Okay. It's a fairly ordinary, but fancy, turn of the century armoire. What would you like to do? Uh, yeah, just a uh, yeah, snap a picture and. Okay. This this piece of furniture is easily big enough. I mean, we're talking floor to ceiling, uh, fairly wide, at least three feet deep. Um, exactly like the one that you'd see in the Chronicles of Narnia. Um, Chalky, what would you like to do? Um, I'll remember what you said about the children being afraid of it. Mm -hmm. And I'll just, um, I don't want to be as prudent as to just open the, because they probably got their belongings in there. I'll just put my ear to one of the sides of it and like pretend that I'm knocking to make check like if it's hollow anywhere. Okay. Just see if I hear anything. Do a, um, do an alertness roll. Hopefully I pass this one. <laughs> no, that's 72. Don't. I mean, it, it's it's nice, warm old piece of wood, but you don't really hear anything. You do know what she was talking about when you like touch it. Um, just a little bit of pressure causes it to squeak and mm -hmm. groan a little bit. Um, Agent East, why don't you do an alertness roll? Twenty nine is sadly a failure. Okay, um, you don't you don't hear or see anything. What would you guys like to do next? Um, and the, the photograph comes out. Nothing yeah, there. just looks like a photograph of an armoire. Okay. I'll. Uh, Here's a weird question: Are there any like kids watching us? No. Anyone like peek into a room? They might be at school, or I don't know what day it is. Yeah. Kids aren't here this time of morning. No. You didn't hear any kids in the house. How heavy is it? Oh, it's big. Um, probably a couple of hundred pounds. You'd need uh, two yeah. or three yeah, people and a dollar to move it. Okay, that's the main thing. At the most, you could move it away from the wall, but you'd be dragging it across the floor. To yeah, do we it. don't want to do that. So purchase. Doesn't seem to be locked. There's no lock on it. Oh, I'll, I'll open it up. Okay. Um, you open it up and you can see its wood interior. You get the sort of smell of cedar uh, when you open it up. Um, you can see there are some old jackets and things that are hanging in there. Uh, there are some shoes on the, on the bottom. Um, it would be a perfect hiding place for hide-and-go-seek because it's large enough. You could get two or three people inside here if you wanted to. Go ahead, East. But when you look it over, you don't see anything in particular. You don't see any uh, 
secret symbols carved or hidden <laughs> passages or Narnia. No well, pine see, trees. see if you can find Mr. Tomness in there. I'll see what I can do, but... Did you want is, to climb inside? Is, is it empty? Well, except for the, the ja jackets and a couple of shoes. Couple it's of not shoes. packed, no. Well, I mean, we Plenty are, of room. We are pretending to be eccentric uh, movie people, I suppose, so I'll get inside. Okay. Did you close the doors? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I lock it. I'm your... your <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not there, but you're giggling. <laughs> All right. So you close the door and you're, you're surrounded. The, the jackets are there and you can feel that there's, of course, a very strong feeling of claustrophobia now that you're inside and the air is very tight and quiet. And at first you think Agent Jockey is saying something to you. But the more you listen, the more you realize that's a woman's voice. And you can hear not whispering, but somebody talking. Although it's faint, it's difficult to hear. I think maybe is it the woman downstairs, but she's definitely speaking Italian. You can hear this voice inside that armoire. But you don't have any idea what it says. Unless you do. I will, I will. I don't. I'll step out. Okay. And then ask Jockey if he wants to listen to the Italian woman speaking inside of the uh, the armoire. Um, not really, but I guess I'm the only one that speaks Italian, so okay. okay. And I step inside. When you step inside and you close the door, and you have the same feeling. You, 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 you hear a noise and you think that it's got to be Agent East saying something to you. But then you realize it's a woman's voice. She's speaking Italian. And she keeps saying something about Lo Umo Nero, the dark man. And it sounds like she's doing some sort of ritual. And then it seems for a moment as if the air in the, in the armoire gets thicker and you start to drift back into memories of that dream that you had. And you can hear suddenly a rather loud, booming male voice. Um, in Italian, he says, who calls my name? And when you hear that, you push the doors open. <laughs> there are more and get the hell out. Sanity roll, I assume. Yeah, you can do a sanity roll. And just as he's coming out, um, uh, the, the woman comes upstairs and she's like, uh, oh, here we have some coffee. Oh, and I failed. You failed. Um, yep. Do a one one d well take one or two points of damage whatever you want. I'll take two points considering the dream was quite okay. bad. Okay. Um. So she serves you coffee, 
and she says, "So what? You know, what?" She starts asking about the movie again. Oh, well, there, there is a our first project that we're working on right now uh, is this kind of period piece. Um, there are a couple of older families around Chicago, um, and really to get that feel, we've been looking. Uh, there have been some estate sales that we've been tracking stuff down to be like precise of exactly what families of this of this time period would have. Um, and then uh, I don't know. I have a couple of other. Uh, I don't know, maybe other field projects that a piece of furniture like this would work really well for. I mean, that uh, your kids talk about that being haunted gives me some ideas for some a nice little indie horror film or, or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's quite a, it's quite a well, piece of furniture. Um, really like the old piece. Um, <sighs> I'd have to think about it if you were interested in purchasing it, but. Oh, I, I am very much interested in purchasing it. Well, I would need to talk to some people and then, but if you give me your card and uh, I can give you a call. Oh, well, if you're, if you're interested in selling it, you could, uh, we're working with an antique specialist. I believe you're, you've already spoken with her. Oh, that nice woman on the phone. Yes, Elizabeth Tucker. Ah, um, yes, um, I do have her phone number. Yes, well, I do have. Yes, her. so I can contact her. And yes, if you do, if you do want to sell it, if you decide that, uh, oh, I hope you that you. Uh, I, I need to find do. out what it's worth before. Oh, I... of course, of course. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, did you have everything you needed? Uh, yeah. Yes. All right. Um, so you guys drink your coffee and. Mm -hmm. talk a few niceties and then she sees you out and you guys all are now heading towards uh, Elizabeth Tucker's office all right so it's about 1 30 in the afternoon when you arrive at Elizabeth Tucker's office mm, excuse me Um, ah, come right in, come right in. Um, uh, they just delivered the piece about 15 minutes ago, so good timing. Um, uh, let's get right to it. Uh, well, she has some, talk some niceties with you and it's your bottled water. Um, you walk into the back room, so now you're all together. Uh, you walk into the back room and, uh, there on the floor, is a table. I'd say it's about maybe 18, 20 inches high. Uh, and it looks like this. Pretty. A triskelion. Right? That's what that is, right? Uh, the symbol in the center is a triskelion. Yes. Good guess. That's correct. And uh, it looks like it's all inlaid with uh, uh, ivory and wood. Wait a minute. Eight sides. Okay. The octagon. I'm going to. I'm going to place my hand on <laughs> Hermes's arm and kind of gesture towards Elizabeth 
No, I know that. I'm just Not here. I know. She says, you can see it's an Italian-made table. It's uh, um, turn of the century, maybe a little older. Um, looks to be in fairly decent condition. Agreed. Yes. Uh, thank you. This is this is a great find. All right. Uh, well, um, uh, take a look at it. I have some paperwork to do. I'll go in the other room and uh, just uh, sure. tell me when you're ready. We also needed to uh, set up uh, uh, some piano movers that can be discreet uh, oh. to move a piano uh, from a uh, woman's home to a one of our storage units. Oh, well, just give me the information. and I'll, Oh, the piano. You yes, the piano. yes, the piano. Oh, That's correct. All right. Yes, I do have her, her address. Okay, wonderful. And uh, let me go take care of that right now. So sure. Thank you so much. So she leaves. What would you guys like to do? I thought a triskelion was like a northern European thing. I could be wrong. Agent Lake, I knew you were compromised. I'll take a photo or two of the table. Um, okay. Does this look like the kind of table, because we've been to the house, does the table look like it would be in the center of the den? Could be. Um, Agent Jockey, it does have a strong resemblance to something you saw in that dream. It was hard to I'll, see I'll, in the dark, but it was definitely something octagon shaped. And this is octagon shaped. Just out of pure curiosity, I'll go over it and without putting any sort of exertion, sort of exertion or force. I just want to have a look underneath and see, would the top come off? Okay. Um, do an alertness roll. Come on, fifth time lucky. Yes, I rolled a three. Oh, nice. All right. So you're, you're sort of hunkered down, and you're looking at it, and the construction of it is kind of odd. It's fairly thick in the middle. Um, which leads you to believe it's not, it's not just a flat top with, you know, a bar going around the outside edge of it. It's actually got some thickness to it. Like maybe it actually does have a drawer or yeah. a way to open it. Um, you start fiddling around with it, pushing this, pulling that, you know, and you can tell that, that the underneath the top, there is definitely some sort of compartment. Which you all notice that he's doing this. Mm -hmm. um, There's... Go ahead, Tom. Why don't you do a luck roll? Under 50 is good, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 50 or under. You can also flip a coin if you have one. 37. Nice. Okay. Um, there's a click all of a sudden, and a drawer slides out. And when it slides out, you realize there are a number of things in the drawer. Um, so as you're pulling it out, you can see them first. And uh, other agents, you notice immediately the jockey looks around to make sure that Elizabeth isn't here. The first thing, I'm, I'm, you see these all at exactly the same time, but I'm going to give them to you one at a time. First thing you see is a 
copper bowl. Also with a triskelion in it. And what looks like possibly dried blood. You also see an old rusty dagger that looks like it's got dried blood all over it. And the and third thing you the third thing you see is a book. Guys, just grab these real quick. Grab them. Pocket the shit. I, the, whole, uh, the whole table is ours. Yes, of course we're going to pocket them. No, I meant before the lady comes back. Um. Right. No, I, uh, just leave them in the drawer. Yeah, just leave right, them in the drawer. We'll, we'll, we'll take the table somewhere else and look at them. Fine. The table is the size that you might be able to fit it in the back seat if you guys thinking. all kind of crowded in. You know. All right. So she comes back after a bit and um, she's uh, she's got it so that the uh, the piano is going to be picked up. Where do you want it delivered? I give we'll her the, store, yeah. the storage unit. Location. The storage unit. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, the armoire, uh, that's going to take a little longer because she wants to get it appraised before right. she gets it to you. And then what about the table? So I figure we can, we can take care of the table. We can bring it to the storage unit and then we can meet the piano movers there. Perfect. Um, she gives you a bill for whatever her fee is. Okay. Seven thousand. No, I'm just. I we won't. We won't. We don't, we don't need that kind of re uh, <laughs> realism. She gives you a bill for it. It costs too much. And, it um, and <laughs> she uh, she lets you take it. So. All right. I think I'm starting to get somewhere. All we got to do now is get that ugly clown painting, and we can now bargain with the home. All right, we don't want to give this stuff back. So where are you going to go with the table? Well, I'm just throwing uh, this out there. Storage I mean, unit. Do we? We don't want to take it to the house? Take no, we want to take it to the storage unit and take a look at the book and things and then leave it there so we can have Delta Green deal with it. Very well. I mean, for now, look, I mean, these dreams, what if there was some, if something, if some entity was contacted in that house using these, using the table and the bowl and the dagger, um, perhaps a sacrifice of Miss Wheeler or somebody or something, I don't know, but some blood ritual, I don't want to put those components like. Okay. Yeah. Back let's house. let's take a look at everything before we start adding adding you know variables together. Okay. So let me interfere just a little bit. Um, you decide to take the table to the storage unit Correct. for safekeeping, but you get the bowl, the dagger, and the, the book. book, and you take mm -hmm. those back to the motel. Okay. And that's where we'll leave it off so that Josh can be back. Okay. For that part. Sounds good. Does that make sense? Sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
so yeah, a so we, early, uh, but that, that's a good spot. No, yeah, so yeah, and we and the the piano is delivered as well, so it's right. okay, cool, right? So yeah, we, the, the the piano and the table are at the storage unit, ready, ready and waiting for us, and we've got all the contents, and we're gonna meet up to yeah, sounds good. It's a good spot. Our players included John Dos Passos, Howard Fries, Morgan Llewellyn, Mark Anthony, and Josh Harwood will join us again next week. We hope he's got the COVID right now, so we're keeping our fingers crossed. Uh, and I am the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastery. There's a link below. Our current, uh, we currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added to post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the short provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming.